I'm John. And according to Battle.net from 2002, I'm Cow Fat Monkey. <laughs> no, I'm Bryce. And tonight, we'll be making Blackberry Bacon Grilled Cheese! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I could do like a, a fade where you go like, uh... Okay, so there's something fun you can do with like recording and stuff. I've told you about this. Like you can make shapes on the waveform. Oh, and, sure. And try and do fun stuff. Like you can make waveform wieners. <laughs> you know, all sorts of fun stuff. I love that everything is always dicks. And every joke comes down. There's always a penis somewhere in yep. the joke. Mm -hmm. You just gotta look. There's always enough. a penis somewhere. Tyler, your sex tape. Zing! Oh. You know, if, the, if if God is everywhere and nowhere, that means he's also in my anus. Oh. What is he doing in there? I don't know. That's what, not bad. What business is he I up just to was, down there? I was just thinking about Imhotep and the Egyptians. The mummy? Yeah, no, yeah. And I was just like, those guys, they probably had all kinds of weird dick jokes. Oh, I'm Egyptians sure. Egyptians all probably had all kinds of weird, funny stuff that were like, contextually now, we don't, or we have no concept of context back then. Yeah. So yeah. everything is all serious and everything to us. Well, yeah, it's yeah. It's historical we, and amazing, blah, blah. What assumptions can we make? I don't know. No. But I just imagine, just because I've you I've read that there have been uh, like recovered hieroglyphs that are pretty much your mama jokes. Uh -huh. I'm just like, <laughs> it's good to know we're getting better, but not that much not, better. No, it's still the same. We're keeping some shitty parts sure, of ourselves alive. Sure, we have air conditioning now, but it still make your mama so fat. You know, I love the the one in Pompeii where one guy boasts. Well, like, like he's saying, sorry, ladies, I'm only banging dudes now. Which <laughs> is like, that's a very bold graffiti. I like that it approach. Is. Like, it's good. I, I know enough to know that probably a lot of women weren't really too, yeah, yeah, yeah. too, uh, too broken up about that. Um, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of ladies are like, like, okay, sure, well, thanks, Vesuvius, knock yeah, it off. Less bullshit to do. Yeah, with. yeah, good stuff. You're not gonna, you know, whatever. But I do love that. That You're confidence. You're not gonna annoy me at the barbershop anymore or the bath, the, the communal bath. <laughs> Pardon me, women. I have bad news. It's like, <laughs> all right, well, let's see. Maybe how that bad goes. news for you. You're right, right? <laughs> hey, uh, he's dead, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> that reminds okay, you were speaking about Pompeii. I saw this article, and I laughed at it that this, so in, uh, when the volcano erupted right and covered the whole city, that entire uh -huh. city in ashes and stuff like that, I, most everybody died, except that scientists were, they found this one guy who had managed to hide, and he didn't die from all the ashes and things and stuff in the volcano, but a rock. From a pillar, like oh, that's right. I've seen this. <laughs> you can see like a giant pillar stone yes. flattened him. But, but, but like you can tell, it's like basically a, like a wily e. coyote. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It just took us. It took us two thousand years to finally see the punchline. But sure enough, there's a skeleton yeah. and the guy's on the ground, <clears throat> and there's nothing like from like the shoulders up. There's just pillar. <laughs> it's just like it's white clean bones because they're like, oh, yeah. he wasn't affected by the volcanic ash that, mm -hmm. that fried a ton of people. Like, no. He managed to hide and survive until, kind of. sort of, until the <laughs> giant pillar was like flung at high velocity and it just mooshed him. It, it makes me wonder like, if the world is ending, am I going to try and escape it? Or am I just gonna like just walk into the no, firewall? It's you, like, should you do the? Should you just stare at the? Should you stand behind the fence in Terminator and you exactly. just get nuked, or yeah, like, do you what? try to hide behind the? It, it, it begs the question: Is is living in a nuclear in the aftermath of a nuclear holocaust? Is that is that worth really? it? Yeah, is that is that worth surviving for? I don't know. It's, it's the whole like you know, pain is only an issue if you live through it. Like, yeah. living with the memory of pain is traumatic. Going through an immense amount of pain and dying, well, we really don't know because we can't interview those people yeah, after yeah, yeah. the fact. <laughs> but, you know, if, if I know this is only going to this is gonna hurt incredibly for the last couple Six seconds. Six seconds? It's like, it's sort of like uh, oh, I can deal with that. I guess. Like, I've, sure. I've dealt with the airport. I, I can, can handle all anything for six seconds. It's fine. <laughs> uh, all right. What are we doing tonight? So we're making blackberry bacon grilled cheese. Uh, yeah. We already did... The, the bacon. bacon, because it is insufferable to listen to the noise. Now, I mean, pop, pop, pivot, pop, pop. Yeah, it's terrible it's for not, audio. It's 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 the worst. And I I would love to subject you guys to to like thirty five minutes of us cooking the bacon that way, but no. But you already listened to this. We're torturing you enough. It's good. I'm kidding. Thanks for all of you listening. We're seeing the numbers go up. Please uh, continue to tell your friends. Yeah. If you like it. Find us at One Pen Podcast on Twitter and One Pen Podcast on Instagram and on our new website, www.onepenpodcast.com. We had to kill a guy to get it. I We did? I didn't. <laughs> oh, you didn't. <laughs> Sorry. I was doing a little bit of homework. Okay. And by that, I mean 
Wet work. Wet work. Because nice. the FBI, that's the thing on the interweb, the dark webs, that people are like, oh, I do wet work. Oh, good. I was like, oh, you, sh- you make the shooty shoot of people. Uh, the bangy bang. <laughs> <laughs> shooty shoot. Uh, Mr. Actually, that reminds me of that movie, uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I love that movie. Is, it's a great movie, movie, right? With uh, with uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer, which is yes. fantastic. But uh, in, I think it's Asia, just in general, James Bond's nickname was Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh. Because that's what he would do with what the he, ladies. He'd kiss kiss. He'd kiss bang, kiss bang. and then pew pew. I mean, is it... Is also it a, punning bang. Zing. Depending on the uh, the Bond movie. Uh-huh. They all just kind of followed the formula. Didn't didn't you notice it was... He shows up, first chick he bangs, either dies or becomes a villain. Uh-huh. Second chick he bangs is the chick that he saves. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was Casino Royale. I mean, is that isn't that just like the same formula, consistent stuff? Like Except for Quantum of Solace, because Quantum of Solace made no fucking sense. I don't remember that one. I just I just know that he's in the desert. He's carrying what looks like an M16. It's got a big old silencer at the end of it. Yes, and he's yes. dirty for most of the he's film. He's crusty. He's 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 been rolling around. He took a, he was like a bird and took a dirt bath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't yeah. work out so well for him. Well, yeah. He's very sweaty. So then he's in the Sahara and then he's very dirty. And then he's just there's a lot of tunnels. And car I driving. know I saw that movie. I don't remember. None of this is ringing That's about. what I mean. I don't know what Quantum of Solace is about. I don't think anyone can explain Quantum of Solace. Because then, like, Casino Royale is my favorite Bond. It's one of my most favorite Bonds, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Mickelson? Oh, I love me some Matt He's Michelson. good. He's so good. He's just, he's great. I actually want to watch the, him as, I, I want to watch him as Hannibal. He's, oh, the show? Yes. Oh, that's a great show. Uh, yeah. Uh, only watch the first two seasons. The third, se- third season is really weird. Uh, please don't tell me they go like supernatural with it. That's like that show True Blood on HBO. True Blood was really good for the first season because it was vampires were the only thing they asked you to believe in. Uh-huh. And yeah. then by the second season, it was like, okay, cool, fairies and demons and sort of angels. Like, no, don't and make like, a magical world. Uh, that's, that's, they, went that, they went hyper that direction and it got really bad. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, um, Casino Royale is one of my most favorite Bonds, and then Quantum of Solace was a great follow-up, and it was I'd made no sense in my opinion is garbage is a garbage Bond film, and then uh, Skyfall was really really pretty good. Uh, Skyfall was pretty, yeah. It was visually entertaining. Is that yeah, what yeah, you're it was vis- to? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was it was good. I don't. Do we need? Uh, should James Bond? Here, controversial opinion. Should we stop with James Bond? I feel like either either we need to completely reinvent James Bond, because uh, because he he exists in this. He's hyper stale, honestly. Yeah, and and also just like it doesn't really work in this world because like James Bond used to be a normal looking business guy, sure, who could pull out a gun and shoot you good. Well, and or, then the idea of like secret ops, CIA, yeah. MI six was so out of the public mindset that it didn't make a thing. But now we're hyper aware of the intelligence community that it's like yeah. it's not We realize they're so much more mundane. We know it's unrealistic and it's no longer heroic because we aren't fighting the Soviet Union. Kind of. But also like, you know, if I'm a big muscular army dude, military guy, yeah. and I'm sitting in a meeting being like I am a diplomat. It's like, yeah, with pecs like that. Sure, bro. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. You can crush my head between your buns. Like, yeah, sure, you're going <laughs> to diplomat me right into my grave. Like, it's your a, buns? Yeah. Like, like I just... It, it, it's, I just imagine two sesame little... <laughs> just, just beep! And then just squeeze your head into a diamond. I'm just saying, like, like if that guy walked in, like... Uh, two cheeseburgers just... Boop! Boop. Pop uh, your head like a zit. It's sort of like uh, Dave Batista. Yeah, he was in. Uh, yeah, he was he was the wrestler who did. Uh, you know. Yeah, he's uh, he's Drax. He is Drax exactly. He's Drax. Oh, he's also the weird guy in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yes, he's a good role. I like. I love. Okay, hit me. Tiny tangent. We're gonna go back to your point. Okay. I love this. I I love that. Like The Rock set the precedent of this and was like, I'm gonna start making movies. And now Dra- like Dave Batista is following on this line. And I'm like. He's actually a, mon- he's he's, a good actor. He's going to be uh, in the new Dune. Oh, Drax's or, or The Rock? Uh, no, uh, Batista. Batista? Drax. Ah, dude. I'm okay. getting excited about Dune. Me too. Me too. I actually have it on VHS. I don't want to. watch it all the time. No, shut but, up. I love that movie. It's great. No, uh, The mayor from uh, Twin, uh, Twin Peaks. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> he's also the mayor made of Portlandia. By, made by the same guy. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. Okay, so Bond. Let's go back to Bond. the FBI agent, not the mayor. 
Oh yes, he's the FBI agent. Uh, no, no, he's the some... mayor. He's the FBI agent in Twin Peaks, but he is the mayor in Portlandia. Yes, he is. Uh, you know when you like drink soda and it doesn't go down right, and then it hurts. Oh, sure. Eternally, it fizzles uh, in your. Uh, in my, what's the things in your lungs? Your 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 bronchioles. Yeah, <laughs> your tubes. Right. Have you ever seen someone cough? Not seen someone. Seen the aftermath of someone coughing up their uh, bronchial tubes? Oh, or God, their, no. uh, What's called a bronchial cast? Ew, no. So what? you get so much phlegm and mucus, but it gets so like compacted that it won't break, and so then you just—it's like this weird branching tree that people will cough up. If I ever do that, I will kill myself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I have to That's YouTube a, that, and then I'm gonna, and then you die, scrub my brain. Yeah, and then you roofie yourself, <laughs> and then uh, that'll be the best way to do it. No, I, I, Dave Batista, you know, he, he, he shows up in these roles. Like mm-hmm. some of them are totally fine. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, Drax is a big brute, but like in in Blade Runner 2049, he was a replicant. Yeah, but he was also a surgeon. It's mm-hmm. just like this no. gorilla of a man was a surgeon. It's just sort of like, no, of course. Uh, it's sort of like yeah. I'm gonna live in hiding. Out, sorry, pl- spoilers for 2049. He's like, I'm gonna live in a year ago or two. It was like two years. Yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw, we saw that together. We did. And uh, so. all I did the whole time was flip off Jared Leto. By the way, <laughs> I don't like Jared Leto at all. That's fine. Um, by He's the way, kind of a tool. Uh, I watched that movie again. He wouldn't be a tool had it not been for. I had it not been for. Had it not for being born. Um, <laughs> Oh, fantastic. I mean, what would we really be missing besides Dallas Buyers Club if he didn't exist? I didn't, I'm not even seeing We'd that be missing one, Lord of War with Nicolas Cage. Oh, oh no. Uh, 30 Seconds to Mars, the band. Oh, no. Uh, American Psycho. He's great. Well, he's in there for a little bit, but any idiot yeah. could get killed by Christian Bale. <laughs> a lot of them did. It was great. And so I watched Blade Runner 2049 again, mm-hmm. and I just skipped all the scenes with Jared Leto. Much stronger movie. <laughs> Significantly stronger movie. Nice. All of his scenes, I, I think they're being meant to be used kind of as a refrain, uh-huh. as a like, okay, we've had the intense scenes with these two characters and the intense scenes with, you know, uh, these two characters sure. kind of interacting, and we're going to go to Jared Leto and kind of chill for five oh, minutes. Sure. But I was just kind of annoyed for yeah, five minutes because I was remi- reminded that he existed. <laughs> but then when I just skipped it, like, the movie has, the pacing is great. It's just oh, so boom, you bird boom, boxed it. Boom. You removed all the unnecessary nonsense. Yeah. It's good, which I, I watched, by the way. I, I haven't finished it yet. I watched most of it the other night. It was really good. Actually, I, you're right. There are no unnecessary sequences in the film. Right, right. It continues to tell you that it continues to move the story forward with every single scene. Right. And I'm like, good. Yeah. Okay. And it doesn't have to move the scene. It, what is really nice about the film, it doesn't always have to move it with dialogue. Yeah, totally. Totally. There's lots of stuff where it's just the plot is moving forward because things are happening as they're right. happening. It's great. Right. All right. Um, Bond. Yeah, I kind of feel like something needs to happen. Uh, you know what? Okay, this reminds me of another tension, and I'm going to go on this in a second. Okay. But yes, Bond totally could go for. Bond needs a big time update, uh, and not just like being, not just like Idris Elba being cast as Bond. Not that just Bond needs to not be a white guy anymore. It needs. To, I, I don't know if it. I don't know if it borrows a cue from Jason Bourne, where he goes. They go totally, like, Bond goes totally completely rogue and does a thing, or... Like, Bond works for himself? Yeah. That would be Bond something. Bond becomes a mercenary and then becomes a, I don't know, something happens to him and he gets Well, then whatever. we're just, it's just turning into Metal Gear at that point. Yeah, He's like, sure. I'm with a secret, and then I'm going to break away, and I'm going to make Outer Heaven. Sure. <laughs> or maybe it's, <laughs> maybe maybe he does a, it, that episode from Archer where he gets kidnapped by the Russians, and he gets, he gets the chip placed in his brain, and then it becomes, you know, the Russians now control Archer yeah, for, yeah. like, one second. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like get Absolutely. him to kill his mom. It's it's yeah. It's it's maybe that like... happens to Bond. I don't know, but I definitely think we need to. Uh, what I think more than anything needs to happen with Bond is we need to take a break. We need to take a, like yeah. like a good ten year moratorium on Bond films. Period. And just hold off. Just hold off and wait for shit to happen so that we can tell some new and interesting stories or go back and re revamp a lot of them because you look at like on Her Majesty's Secret Service or a. T- of the Roger Moore films and I'm like these are weird why is Roger Moore in a clown suit uh, yeah I think yeah. I think a lot of the stories could do well could do updated could be better and think like okay maybe we could do yes and, and but you know what and, and I'm not of the opinion that remaking something it doesn't undo the original just if we yeah. do a better if we do a Moonraker again it's not like the original Moonraker is never there. It's not like so. Like the when everybody hated the female Ghostbusters, they're all oh this is bullshit. Blah blah blah. They stomp all over the universe. You can still go watch the yeah. Harold Ramis Ghostbusters. It's still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like they open that and they go 
Now you have oh, to turn no. in your copies of the movie. That's it. <laughs> this is the only Ghostbusters that's allowed in this universe in reality. Like, imagine it's if Australia what... and their gun recalling movie. Gotcha. Well, imagine if that's what they did. If they if they said, okay, we're going to remake this movie, and then it was up to everyone else to, to you erase have to, like, it from yeah, existence. You have to, like, the, the government makes a mandate of, like, there are no copies of Gremlins. Uh. Two in existence. It has been everyone has to get rid of Wayne's World two. No VHS copies, and we burn them like Atari in the uh, ET game. No, did you know they actually buried? I know that's the point. And and here's the thing: that was a legend for like (laughs) that I knew about for ten years, and I was like, oh, what a funny joke. Uh And then like uh, some Netflix documentary was like, someone found it. Someone found the giant thing. There's 10,000 copies of ET buried in a desert in New Mexico or some nonsense. Yeah, yeah, in a landfill. Uh, okay, speaking of things that need to be remade, uh, I've been listening to this uh, Alien Out of the Shadows on this on Audible. It's a book. It's great. In the Alien universe? Uh, in the Alien universe. Okay. It, it takes place actually between um, Alien and Aliens. It's actually – they wrap it up really, really nicely. Um, uh, what's her face? Ripley gets called onto the ship, the Samson. Same kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, she's drifting – so after Alien, right, she's drifting on the Narcissus out into space – and then she gets pulled by a beacon into the whole Aliens franchise. So what happens, the, the first one... In, not into, nothing fictional about it. She gets dragged back into the franchise. <laughs> back into the franchise. Okay, not metaphorically, she just totally no. gets pulled in. Anyway, so the, the audio book that I've been listening to, um, she gets pulled into this thing in the Samson. A bunch of shit happens, yada, yada. Her memory gets wiped at the very end of it so that she doesn't remember this whole journey and stuff like that. And then gets sent back on the Nessus and is set adrift again. So when <laughs> Aliens comes along, so I, I think they actually do it really right. In the, audio, uh, the Audible audiobook, she's pulled, uh, she's pulled off the Narcissus and she's been in hypersleep for 37 years. But in the Aliens movie, I think, and we may have to do the dishes on this one, but it, it really doesn't matter per se, but she gets pulled off by um, the guy from that show, Mad About You. Remember that? Uh, it was, <laughs> I don't know the actor's name, but it, anyway, he uh, he's like, you've been adrift for like 50 years. So it's like this little bit of like thing. Anyway, the audiobook was really good. I highly recommend it, especially because I think I got it for free audible sent me this thing and they're like hey you should listen to this based on your recommendation and You're here like, you go okay. and it's like, yeah. i i will accept free things yeah sure why not this is fine it ended up being a really nice story it was from like 2016 it was a lot of fun thanks and, audible please uh please sponsor oh, us audible please, please. audible okay. sponsors i will listen to all the all the yeah. shit this yeah. is fine alien as i think is a perfect universe that needs to it's doing the same especially like the the universe is the same type of story someone is adrift they get pulled onto a ship that then finds a planet that is in distress, a ship that's in distress, a new thing that looks like we can do this thing. And they so, go down, right. they find that the aliens are there, somebody gets infected, or shit goes to hell, and everybody but one person dies, right? It's the same versions of the same things. They tried a little different with, like, Alien 3, right, when they was on the, the prison planet. Right. But still, same bullshit. And then they, they did the Alien, what was it, Resurrection? Or something, I think that's what it was. <laughs> Alien, when Winona Ryder edition. When Ripley died, but then she was brought back, and she's brought back with the DNA of the alien queen inside of her, and the, the creature that gives birth is half human, half this, Ripley. It's this terrible. It was it's so... It's bad. It was a bad direction to take it. So my thought was, is Alien, the whole franchise, needs to not be rebooted, but needs to take an entirely new direction. And I was driving the other day, listening to the book, and I was like, oh my god, the Alien needs to make it to Earth. That's what needs to finally happen. That One is alien, the next step. That's it's, the next it's step. Always, it's always on an abandoned planet. Yes. In an abandoned or an And it's, everything is keeping – keep but the alien contained. away from – Yes, keep the alien away from Earth. Keep the alien away from – No, somebody needs to fuck up. Right. Wayland yutani needs to, quote, succeed and get a specimen of the alien. And then it needs to escape because then what they can do is they can borrow from Planet of the Apes. They can borrow the whole rise of the okay. alien because then you have this massive genre where now the alien has infected – earth because we saw in um alien covenant the sequel to uh, the sequel to prometheus that literally the alien dna can affect infect anything right so like alien lion hybrids alien bear uh. hybrids alien whale hybrids yeah, alien eagles alien no. eagles like 
you know, I just uh, especially especially in Alien Covenant, the planet itself had the weird DNA. So there was like fungi and spores that stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, how amazing would that be? That you have this whole string of franchise. So you have like alien land, alien homecoming or something, right? <laughs> alien, the alien lands on Earth and then. Just gonna steal is, Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just Spider-Man tells. Anyway. Alien far from home. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a terrible. It's dumb. I, that's, a, that's a bad title. I don't think. It's, homecoming was kind of okay. No, because he was in high school. Yeah, and that's it's okay. cute. I thought that was fun. But far from home is really. They're just. There's nothing funny about it. There's nothing original about it. There's nothing punny about it. And I hate that word as well. I don't care for anything punny. Good God. <laughs> but I just... So, I, 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 I'm excited to see the new Spider-Man film, but I don't... I'm I'm going to see it in antithetical to the title. Because I, I hope he graduates from high school very quickly. Very because Please don't. You know what I don't care about? What? High school. High school. Spider-Man, first year of college. Yeah, it's just like... Actually, freshman, freshman 15. That'll be... Uh, he, he puts on a little bit of hot pocket chub. A little bit, a little bit of uh, it's Swiss Miss and ramen, pizza roll butt, like <laughs> weird saggy acne ass. Yes, he has to increase the strength of his webs because he's a he's, little. <laughs> he has to shoot stronger webs. He's because he's a little chub tub. He's a little, little heavy. Oh, that's great. Anyway, so Alien, right? The first film is the Wayland Tiny Corporation captures a specimen. Uh-huh. Obviously, it gets totally out of hand and then escapes in the wild end of the film. So then the second film is is like uh, Washington is succumbing uh-huh. to the alien it's, and it, the it eastern ex- seaboard. It is expands like, continentally. Like it's, yes, yes. The, the first one is oh no, it got out. The Earth is infected. The second movie is. All of Eurasia is covered in these yeah, yeah. things. Well, so then, third one is the planet. It's yeah. like you can scale so the, it yeah. and so change it. The third it. one is the planet is totally, completely overrun. So then humanity is like, fuck, we got to go to the stars. We got to go then, blast the Earth. Yeah, exactly. So then they nuke it. They wally it, whatever. Uh-huh. And then they have to like, well, then what do you do? You have to come back, baby. Exactly. You have to reclaim the whole Survival planet. horror. It uh, turns into, pre- you know, the movie, not, not, yeah, Predator. Yeah. It turns Predator. Ba- it turns into Predator, which I'm like, this is great. Yeah. This is a perfect, that's like, that's where I feel like Alien should take their whole thing of like, stop being on a planet, on a ship, on a thing. Right. We've seen that enough. Right. You need to introduce the alien to near territory. And they did well with that with Alien Covenant, I felt like, because you were like on this yeah. homeworld planet. And it wasn't until the end of the film, the last really 30 minutes of the film, that they were on a ship being stalked by one alien again, which right. I thought was really good. <coughs> My thought is is that it won't – that if you take the – if you took alien in that direction, it wouldn't suffer from the problem of multiple aliens when we, when we talked about last episode. Totally. With like, okay, aliens on a planet more doesn't equal scarier, but I'm like, oh, suddenly it's the planet – It's more threatening, but not scarier. Is, not threatening, but I was like – but the thought of losing your home planet – like your town is being overrun. Like your cat got infected by a face hugger. Yeah, and you're like, oh my god, there's weird. Like the whole planet then becomes terraformed by these alien creatures. I thought that would be pretty awesome. And then you have you have the whole rise of the planet of the right. apes. Like the aliens start taking over and doing awesome crazy shit. Sure, yeah, like yeah. I like I'm excited. I love cyborg aliens. Mm-hmm. That's cyborg, always cyborg aliens would be great. That's always a good time. So Bond needs something like that. Bond needs a Bond needs a t- completely new take. Bond needs to quit, be revamped, be purchased by somebody, become a mercenary, not just like not just be a woman or be black. That's not enough of a change. Yeah, yes, I, I am all pro inclusivity and all about that. Like, yes, we've had a, we've had enough white presidents. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh, Barry! Except come for back. Taft, I'd love, I'd love Taft. Another, <laughs> another Taft. That'd be fun. I wouldn't mind FDR. A new, a new, like an actual New Deal, like Bernie Sanders. Oh, sure. Green new Deal. See, I was just thinking thing. of, of just, just hokey presidents to mock. I was just like, uh, you know, Taft gets stuck in a bathtub. That's that's innocent. That never gets old. Oh no, Taft's coming over. What should we do? Should we get him some taffy? Some He'd taffy. love it. Get yeah. an old ass like, oh, would you like some circus peanuts, Mister Taft? Oh, that's like you love terrible snacks. You know it. <laughs> I mean, sir Barry, I love, I love getting Barry again. Okay, so the recipe tonight comes from what is this? LemonTreeDwelling.com. I don't. Lemon trees are not strong. I don't. You should not dwell in them. Yep, I don't think so. And then Kathy uh, creates easy, fresh recipes for everyday life. She believes that good food's meant to be shared, and she can't wait to share all of her favorites with us. I think Kathy is a robot. 
think Kathy had procedurally generated. Right. Because oh God. here's oh the God. sad part. Hold on, hold on. The website you... is the website is like a, it's one of those websites where it's fifty pictures of the uh, food and uh, she's talking about her friends. It's a certain it's Kathy, interesting how people Kathy. tend to have a certain idea in their mind about the way things should be. I don't need your she goes she okay. She particularly when it comes about their families, she the gender thing is huge. She's I don't know what you're doing here, Kathy. I don't know what this has to do with bacon grilled cheese. <laughs> Bryce Sorry, just screamed a little bit. Uh, no, so I have to scroll down three Hold fourths on. of the page before I get to the ingredients. And it's no, not like not directions. Get, no, no, <laughs> it's just the ingredients, and it's not even necessarily all the ingredients. It's just a bullet point of the main ingredients, and then we get to the direction. Granted, I know how a grilled cheese is made, right. so I assumed that this would be put the ingredients on bread, mush them, and cook them. But, but, but we've been wrong before. Yeah, but we have. And so I'm 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 down this entire page before we ever get to the actual stuff with it. Now, uh, we decided to, to change the recipe just a teeny little just bit. Just a little bit. We, we saw an opportunity. We saw an opportunity. We decided to take it. So a uh, couple times ago, we were talking about the, the beauty of grilled cheese. And I shared that if you put mayo in the bread and you cook it, it makes it delicious. And Bryce was like, oh, you can step your game up by doing aioli. Now, while we don't have aioli and we don't have mayo... <laughs> We have none of those things. We have none of those things, so I'm, I'm misleading no, you sorry, by we including do have, them. We do have mayo. I'm not bringing it out, though. <laughs> uh, um, I'm not so poor I doing, can't afford mayo. I'm not so poor that I can't make my own, I guess. Uh, we had butter, brought it out, and then I had the brilliant suggestion of, like, you know what we can do? If we so we cooked the bacon prior again, like we said at the beginning of the episode, because I don't want to, I want to save you from the sound effects right. bonanza that is the popping bacon. Um, we poured all of the bacon grease into a little tiny mug, and we're going to use one of those delicious little silicone brushes to paint. I didn't know you ate eat them, but go ahead. What did I do? You what called did? it a delicious silicone oh, brush, like yeah. it's a treat. Like, uh, things like are, I'll just go get a couple I of silicone. I don't know. Objects can be delicious. I'm on it. I'm teething like my tongue. Silicone would actually be a very good one. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't break, and it's very rubbery. Yeah, yeah. I can munch. Just get him a... Maybe if I was... I needed something to chew and trick my brain's hunger center if I wanted to lose weight. Yeah. So we're going to use a silicone brush to brush the bacon grease on the bread and use that as our vehicle for toasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the so – you put the oil on to – I learned this one from Alton Brown. Alton? Alton Brown? <laughs> Alton Brown. Alton. He's from Georgia. He's from Alton. He's from Alta. That's uh, the, Alta? Alta, Georgia. Alta, Georgia. I can't, Alta. I can't do that. I hate that shit. That's okay. Emily and it's I okay. fight about that all the time. She's like, it's Alta. I'm like, it's Alta. She's like, No. It is not. It's because that's a high school around here. <laughs> you know what? Actually, one of my favorite parts about being an adult in a state that I didn't grow up in yeah. is there's so much shit I don't have to learn to worry about. <laughs> like, someone would be like, so did you know that this high school and I don't care anymore? Brain turning off. Thank exactly, you. Exactly. Exactly. Nope. Ears shutting down. Nope. That's nice. What like, about that place? No, I don't did care you, did about that Did you hear place. about what happened at such and such high school? Nope. Don't know where that is. Don't know who goes there. Don't know where those kids live. Don't care. Right. Don't care. So we're going to what are we doing? We're going to be buttering the bread. We grease. Oh, sorry. What what I learned? You put oil on even distribution of heat. So oh. it makes it so that it doesn't get too crispy in one area. And oh, the other. crispy, crunchy, peanut buttery. Oh. <laughs> what is that for? Is I that don't for know. Reese's? Just, yeah, I kind of feel like it. Reese's pieces? Maybe Reese's puffs. Something. I like still that. love. Oh, that it cereal. might be Reese's puffs. Crispy, crunchy, peanut buttery. Candy for breakfast. <laughs> you know what? I don't want to say advertising gets to me, but that one did. That one did. My brain is probably 30% ads. Oh, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and the shit part is that sometimes it's like a fake video game, in uh, fake in-game video game ads, like Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the stupid song, um, the... The, the the ska punk pop punk song from Tony Hawk um, from Tony Hawk's oh um that would be Tony Hawk's Pro Skater the first one uh, that would be Gold Members <laughs> yes, or Goldfinger Gold, gold Member Gold Member was the shitty movie and back to Bond and yeah right <laughs> full fucking circle no 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 it was Goldfinger mm-hmm. and their song Superman oh it was so good it was such a, it was such a good time. Um, All right, so we're going to butter the bread for a little bit and then heat stuff up and then start making some grilled cheese. Girls, cha 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 cha
and I'm doing, I'll be popping the tab, uh, popping the lid on popping the, the popping the cherry on the uh, can of jalapenos real fast. So, your boy is going to have uh, jalapenos. Uh, if I can open the can, uh, what is it? What's it? By the power of Grayskull? Uh, that's what He-Man says, yeah. What's the other guy says? I have the power, isn't that? No, that's He-Man. Did they both say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wasn't it, there? It's, it's someone, someone stopping. By the power of Grayskull. I have the power. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have the bacon grease on my hand. I don't want to open this damn thing. I, I'm probably in the same boat. I can that's try fine. It. Hold I can on. Try. There you go. Zing. That, that is the. I am strong. That's the pop of victory. <laughs> Okay, so, oh man, these smell like good jalapenos too. They're just roasting in their own brine. Uh, we're going to put a fair amount because I'm feeling... Saucy! The, I'm feeling the heat. Feeling the need, the need for speed. Which, hey, I watched Jerry Maguire for the very first time. Yeah? Not a bad movie. Oh. oh. Not a bad movie. I, I what, actually what understand why so, people like... Jerry Maguire, why they continue to talk about it, why it was such a massive cultural phenomenon, and who the fuck knew it was like two and a half hours long. So uh, I, I, so what I actually really, really love is when someone, when there's a, a classic movie mm-hmm. like Jerry Maguire, I love it when someone watches it for the first time 20 years later. <laughs> Be, just, just because you have a perspective that I can't possibly have. Sure. So like I saw that movie years ago when I was a little kid, didn't understand it at all. I have yeah, no yeah, interest yeah. in seeing that movie yeah. ever again. It's good. Okay, it's it's really actually pretty fun. Jerry plays uh, so Jerry plays a sports agent who. So you mean Tom Cruise plays a sports yeah, agent? Yeah, you're good. Tom Cruise plays Jerry, who plays a sports agent. I'm gonna interchangeably go back between Tom and Jerry. <laughs> you know, like God and Jesus. Have you seen that picture? It's uh, it's no, Jesus in the garden. They're all the same thing. No, it, I don't know. it's Jesus in the garden, and he says, uh, <laughs> when he's when he's praying, and and that that. Painted many times over. Oh, sure. I'm, I'm kneeling at the tree. Yeah, yeah. Kneeling at the tree. It says, uh, when he's praying, it says, hey, God, it's me, you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have I not think, seen that. I think that's that about, that about sure. covers. That's this. That's this. Anyway, so Jerry, uh, so Tom plays Jerry, who plays a sports agent. Wait, uh, so Tom played Jerry? Yes. Hold on. Tom and Jerry? Yeah. <laughs> I made that joke like seven seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> you're just there. Oh, no, no, I'm, no, I'm on board. <laughs> no, you just checked okay. in. It's my joke now. Thanks, fine. It's great. It's good. Thanks for stealing my jokes. So, you're welcome. Tom plays Jerry, uh, plays the sports agent. This is the fourth time I've said that. And uh, he worked for uh, SMI, Sports Management Internet, some, whatever, some, some giant conglomerate that uh, handles new talent. And really, it's like, you're in college, and you're really good at baseball, and you're going to sign next year. They're the ones going in and being like, we're going to negotiate awesome, amazing deals for you. Got it? We'll do the thing. The whole point is is they negotiate your $21 million over four years, they get 7%. It's a big thing for the agency and stuff like that. Huh. Anyway, so Tom Cruise is kind of sick of his job, yada, 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 stays up one night till 4 a.m. and writes this manifesto about we should have less clients, we should focus on more of a client experience and blah, 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 and all this thing. And then gets fired a week later because they're like, you can't write a thing that says make less money, you huge idiot. (laughs) So then... Don't you understand capitalism? It's grind the poor people down till you get all the money out of them and then don't help them. Yes. So he he writes a thing that is anti-that and they go, go, you're fired. Jay Moore, that terrible comedian who I don't like his face, plays the guy that fires Jerry, and he ends up being the kind of like not the bad guy or the villain of the film because there's not really a villain per se. It's just toxic masculinity is I guess the villain sure. of the film. <laughs> um, uh, and Jerry's just own ineptitude. Anyway, so uh, he gets fired by Jay Moore, and Renee Zellweger plays this single mom who works as like a receptionist, I guess, in the same agency as Tom Cruise, so she knows of Oh, him. the 90s. They have a cute, meet cute in an airport as they're going to a place and things, and he's in first class, and she's in coach, and they get off the plane, and there's a little meet cute, and he goes to his meetings, blah, blah, blah. And he's angry and pissed because he gets fired. They steal all of his clients. Uh, or rightfully keep them because he's they're part they're, they're with the company they're right? with the company really and they don't give a shit about who what agent per se right. is getting them their son's deal for his you know million they just want the damn money so all the clients start going back to the agency and they start leaving Jerry high and dry 
And he gets, he like has a fucking meltdown in the middle of the office where like all the men are like, what a douchebag. And all the women are clearly like, please don't shoot the place up. <laughs> don't which come is, back with a gun. Which I look at, we, I look at now, like in the nineties, they probably would have just thought like, oh, everybody's like, just worried about that. But now I look at them like, oh yeah, the women are there like, please don't murder us. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we'll be your target. Don't find me in the parking lot. Yes. That's it. You'll take your vengeance out on me. Thanks. Great. I have to walk home with my, uh, you know, uh, cat thingy that metal have you ever seen one of those it's like a keychain that's shaped like a cat ears but it's metal and so it's you hold it in oh, your hand yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like a pointy stabby I, punchy thing i just really love the the taser punch thing. yeah that's those where, are awesome where it uh it has the contact points on the so, <laughs> on the so it won't zap anything unless you push it up against yeah, yeah. it's so great it's, it's good stuff so yeah all the women him. in the 90s are like mm, please don't murder all of us and i look at that now like oh that's terrible <laughs> anyway so what's his face jerry's like um, I have this new philosophy. I'm going to be super successful. Who's coming with me? And of course, everybody's like, oh, God, nope. no. Except for Renee Zellweger. Oh, because she has this, you had me at hello, right? The big old spoiler right, and stuff like right, that. Anyway, right. it ends up being a, a well thought out and well acted film. And I understand, I absolutely understand why Cuba Gooding Jr. won his Oscar. He completely deserved it. He's a joy to watch in the film. He's very funny. He goes through quite a lot of a struggle and everything. And they, Jerry and him have a very interesting male friendship as they both kind of learn from each other, grow with each other. I I like seeing older movies do bromance before we were okay with the bromance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a total bromance happening. Right. But they don't really talk about it. They actually have some kind of, uh, you know, issues about things. And really, yeah, Jerry is, that's his, his big through line is he's good at friendship, bad at intimacy. And he believes that consistently about himself. So all he does is have friends in his life, but he can never get, quote, intimate with somebody. The woman he's um, ogling to marry is also like a sports caster or something. She's super hot. She seems convenient. Yeah, she seems super convenient for the time. And his bachelor party she makes this video of past girlfriends talking about how amazing jerry is and that but it quickly devolves into oh yeah he's terrified of intimacy here's a little black book and i wish i'd never dated him it ends up being like a horrifying uh, sequence of like i would not that's my marry, nightmare i would not want to marry this woman for having made this video about me. Real, real talk like if five of my last exes had anything to say to me i'd be like uh you can just kill me now but, just get, get to that part but if you don't i can there's a knife right here. I will do it. I will, I can, it's fine. I can just not be present I'm going to push this. the giant ice sculpture of the swan over on my face Unto and crush me. me. So that I can die. But I get why – I really get why Jerry's, uh, Jerry Maguire is actually a really good film because it is. It's it's thought out. It's evenly paced. And there is real human moments between Jerry's character uh, – like Tom Cruise's character and Renee Zellweger's character uh, with their relationship and how they kind of want to grow past things and this and that. And there's lots of moments – more often than not, there's lots of frustrating moments where you're like, just say the thing that you're thinking. We all know what you're fucking thinking. Like, hurry up and say it. But they can't. Their their own whatever internal hurdles prevent them from saying things. And I totally understand that. I have lots of times where I'm like... Everyone has anger. I get caught up on like, I can't just say this. Why can't I just say this fucking thing? Why can't I just say like, hey, I'm going to be 20 minutes late. I, you know, get panicked. Like, they're not going to love me if I, <laughs> you know. It's it's bad and annoying. It's really kind of a giant pain in the ass. But watching that was also kind of like you can identify with Jerry Maguire. You can identify with Renee Zellweger. And there's lots of good stuff like that. And then the whole moment where he like realizes what's wrong with his life. And I really love you. And he takes the plane home and appears out of nowhere. And um, you had me at hello. And the you complete me. Not all that. It's it's cheesy in the best way. But it does a really pretty good job. I was just checking a little them, bit, checking see if they're brown. They're not sizzling. They're not sizzling. I'm taking it. I'm taking it slow. No, with them. nice and slow. I think this will be really good. That means the cheese will melt, and the bacon will get hot again, and right. the jalapenos will be mushy. Because the thing is, is if you do the if you do it too, I've learned this with the grilled cheese. I'm too impatient with the grilled cheese, so <laughs> I will turn the fire up on our gas stove at home, and I will melt like yeah, it's brown and delicious and stuff like that. And the cheese is almost melted like the edges of the cheese ah. are melted but then the inside is not and i'm like ah oh, damn it but you can't cook it more because the outside is brown and if you continue yeah. to cook it it's gonna go black and then you're no stuck. more heat no more heat and they're like damn it damn it damn it so no i love that we're taking nice and slow because it's gonna right. be it'll be heated all the way through which is good because cold jelly looks like the blackberry jam looks like the worst part of this recipe and my fear is is that it's exactly going to get it's going to get hot 
and and weird and spill out completely yeah. onto the pan and be a terrible ni- mess of nightmares and stuff like that. Speaking of movies that we just got around to seeing finally. Oh yeah. Guess what I watched this week? Hello Dolly. Oh yeah. Okay. So couple of things I learned very quickly about oh, Hello Dolly. Yeah. Okay, it's fantastic. not called Hello Dolly because Dolly Parton's in it. Uh, Dolly Parton is not in it. <laughs> it is actually uh, what's uh, no Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. Babs. Who who Barbara Streisand? She's still she's still working for me. She's still like, doing. The, oh yeah. She's still like not not. The, I haven't seen anything about her these days. But like you know that was her in the what Hello Dolly was the sixties. Sixties. Yeah yeah. I see the picture. Fox, I'm just baby. like I'm just like. That's smooth, that lady. <laughs> whoa, whoa, right, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> she's great. No, she's really, really good. Which, okay, it's so funny. It's so funny that you, um, you bring up Hello Dolly. Uh, I was at home this morning, and my parents were watching uh, CBS, like boomers, <laughs> <laughs> like the boomers they are. <laughs> the boomers they are. Sorry, mom. Sorry, dad. Anyway, uh, they're watching. They're watching CBS, and uh, there was a, he wanted my dad wanted to show me this whole segment on podcasts, which was actually a lot of fun to watch. Not gonna lie, and I was laughing at CBS because they had this whole bit where they showed they showed a diagram and a step by step diagram of how to locate podcasts. They were talking about how last year two hundred thousand new podcasts came into existence. Forty uh, percent of Americans listen to podcasts on like a daily or have said to have listened to a podcast or listened to a podcast on like a daily basis and everything. They talked about when you can listen to podcasts, blah, blah, blah. And then they were promoting their new podcast with their co-host, uh, Mo Rocca. You know that comedian, that stand-up comedian? He was kind of popular in like late 90s, early ni- uh, early 2000s. Was he, did he do any movies? Did he get wrapped up in any uh, Adam I don't Sandler movies? S- I don't think so, but he was popular like uh, Michael Ian Black was popular. Like Michael Ian Black and Mo Rocca were kind of like, I feel like they competed in this. Of a yeah, story. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that really late, like 98, 99, 2000, 2001 kind of time frame, they were really pretty popular. Anyway, Mo Rocca works for CBS now, and he has his podcast, Mobituaries. <laughs> which Love is, it. Uh, it's great, but he, were, he he kind of talked about the live the past lives of um, I don't know just famous dead people. His first episode is about JFK, and I'm like I'm actually kind of hyper excited to watch about it. But the whole point of that was <laughs> they showed the go onto your phone. Oh god! Go to the app store, search podcasts, more. download podcasts on iTunes, click the purple button, like click they- the circular icon. Type in Mobituary. And it was this. I could like, I'm like, CBS knows their audience. They do. <laughs> they really do. They know, they know that they're like, they gotta like, wait, 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 wait. I gotta what? How do I do a podcast? Yes. It's like, here's how you find a podcast. And, and it just, it, it was so, it was such an existential moment for me because I was like, as a millennial, I'm like, oh, doy. Yeah, sure. You search for it. Like, Mo, but like if somebody said, oh, hey, Mo Rocca had a podcast. That's all you need to say yeah. to me before I knew what to do. Like, before I in turn intrinsically knew what to do. Like, know how to go. Oh, right. uh, if I didn't know what a podcast was, I'm like, oh, my first thought, I'll go to Google real quick. Yeah. Ooh, what's podcast. what's, what's what, a podcast? What a, what a weird word. What a weird word. Oh, I've never heard that before. What a queer phrase. A... <laughs> Can we go so, back to using queer that way? Like, I like that. I like that word better than weird. Mm-hmm. Sorry, keep going. I, I also want to use gay as happy all the time. I just a think little bit, because like... Like, it I just mean, feels fun. You feel fancy when you say it. I, I feel Everything like Everything is so gay. Now, now that we're like cool with homosexuality. I mean, yeah. most of I mean if you aren't you suck. No, I, you wrong. know, you know what? You know what? In like uh like 2030 it'll probably make a comeback. Uh, we'll be using gay and queer like just, just as as part of the lexicon of American well, like, dialect. It was just euphemisms to distance from the uncomfortable thought of what uh-huh. it is. Oh, they didn't die. They passed away. They passed away. They crossed the river. Sure, sure. They, they... <coughs> Page they, coins of the boatman. Got they, it. They had catastrophic brain failure, mm-hmm. which caused a cascading effect of, of cellular death. And, and then, then they, they pooped. pooped. <laughs> they pooped themselves. Okay? They didn't pass. No. That's not what dying is. Well, when they passed poop out of their intestines, exactly. that's fine. Uh, anyway, dying is inglamorous. So I was just laughing. I was just laughing at the whole CBS because it was a total existential moment for me of like, this is a generational thing here. This is why millennials don't watch CBS because you see that and go. <laughs> I, well, I see. It's just I was like, there's like th- there's like 45 seconds of directions on showing me how to look up this podcast, and I'm like, you could have just said, uh, Mo Rocca has a podcast. And I'm like, doy. And I'm just laughing because I'm like, oh yeah, my my 80 year old grandmother would be like, I want to listen to that. I also have an iPhone, and I would do that. And then it was just like, right. just CBS knows the shit out of their audience with that moment. It's just, just hilarious. 
But after the fun podcast segment, <laughs> there was this whole bit on Carol Channing because she just passed away recently. Carol Channing was the she originated the Hello Dolly role. She was the one on Broadway who brought Hello Dolly to the world, and in fact, did like five thousand performances in her career. As Hello Dolly. She was oh. doing it into her 70s. Nice. I know. So I'm like, holy shit. Way to go, Carol. Have a moment of, a moment of silence for Carol Channing. Uh, anyway, so they was talking about this fun bit where she or she originated the role. She did it on Broadway, this and that. But she was on the plane ride from London to New York when she saw the movie. She uh, oh. saw Barbara Streisand playing her titular role and was like... <laughs> like got angry because he was like you fuckers like hold on I, this is my role this is my shit i've been doing this for years at this point yeah years at that point and then was like uh, oh oh and seeing it on a plane yeah like you can't do anything about it it's not it was the it was the 60s she couldn't she couldn't make a phone call and right. be like damn it hollywood you've screwed me it was just funny anyway but okay I want to hear about your. I want to hear about your experience with Hello Dolly because I recently, I recently watched it like for the very first time, uh, like a year and a okay. half. Okay, you ago. too. Okay, so really recently, but no, no, please. So here's walk me through it. Here's my thing with musicals. I feel like they come in two flavors. Mm-hmm. Okay, real time or time stop musicals. Okay. Okay. So real time ones are. The singing happens. No one acknowledges that it's weird that people are singing. Oh, High School Musical and or Newsies and stuff or Rent. Or Actually, things. Newsies is a good example of that because yeah. they're they're you know they just continue. They they continue doing their thing. It's just sort of like and this is the time where this universe is overtaken by music and sure, sure. now it all goes right we're back to the restaurant it. and singing and now we're singing about food and now we're yeah. gonna go back to eating food. Got it? Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Okay, got it. Um, Hello Dolly, kind of skirts the edge on all of that. Like yeah. there's there's some singing parts uh-huh. where. They're just working in the grocery store. Yeah, and that's doing the whole out there song with uh, yes, with yeah. Michael Crawford. Which fun fact, he is the original Phantom. Michael Crawford is uh, the Phantom oh, of the Phantom Opera. The Opera. Oh, the, the the Andrew Lloyd Webber Phantom of the Opera. Oh. The first dude acro- aside from uh, across from Bright Bright. Damn it, uh, listeners! Somebody tweeted me. Do the thing. I don't know her name. I'm gonna well, look her up. Okay, we're we're looking it up. Continue. But uh, there's also like you remember from Saved by the Bell. Zach's power was, was yeah. how he could just he could snap. He could snap and monologue. Time, and then he could do stuff and do all that. That is the ultimate superpower, if anyone wants to argue with me on that. Sarah uh, Brightman. That's her name. Okay. There you go. There I you didn't go. even have to look it up. I finally remembered it. You, your <laughs> I told you, trivia is my superpower. There you go. There you go. Um, Someday, it's, it's like I want to be John Henry um, digging the hole through the mountain and the train comes to feed me, but um, I'm John Henry and the train is IMDb. It's, it's, <laughs> you're going to beat the train or you're going to die from smoke inhalation? Both. What a what a 1880s way to die. It is. Which also, there's a really fun moment about that story that I watched because there's like a Disney uh, animated interpretation of that story, which is really beautiful and 100% made me cry. I didn't know that in the story, his wife makes his hammer... From his his slave manacles. Oh, I like that. That being that that he became a free slave, she forged his hammer from his chains. From his shackles. From his shackles. And I'm like, fucking if that's not that's good. symbolism. That's good. That's I like not, that. That's, awesome. that's juicy. That's sick as shit, baby. Yeah. That's the kind of pal that's the that's the paladin I want to be in D D. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Forge my hammer from my chains of my masters? Right, yes, please. Right. It's like, oh, that's inadequate slag metal. Well, when I slag it across your head, are you going to keep saying it's it's inadequate? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Dolly. So, so I bring up the time stop because in Hello Dolly, sometimes things continue. Sometimes it's clearly a pause in time, musical mm-hmm. bit, uh-huh. or sometimes only certain people in the scene will be stuck in time and others won't be. Uh-huh. And that just brings up like... There's this part about musicals that I can't get over, but I do feel like the movie Enchanted really captured it perfectly. Oh yeah, because they had all the they had all, they had a they ton of fourth wall moments. Yes, of like where like people start singing, and goes, "How do you all know this song?" Which <laughs> that would be me if I was in the park and these things occurred. I yeah. go like, "What is it? who? How do you all know?" You just got here, and you're dancing with her. You're homeless, dude. You were just peeing. Yeah, it's like I just how do you know the lyrics? I saw you drunk and doing uh doing bad card tricks. Yes, like you just you just three card Monty a twenty away from me. How do you know the exactly? 
Exactly. And also, and, can I get my money back because you're you you're, you're clearly a friendly person if you're singing and dancing. Right. Right. <laughs> and and so it just I, I, that's the thing about musicals is is if if I know that this is a time stops when they when they do the musical or time continues when they do the musical, I can follow what's going on and Got I it. can accept. So it. Hello Dolly screwed with you. Hello Dolly. <laughs> It's, it's like the the scene where they're dancing in the restaurant went on for like 15 minutes. But there was no singing with it either. That, that was, was the hardest weird. part because you had all the people that were like, ah, oh, my food is being delivered. This is five-star service. Exactly. And so just <laughs> the shit like that. And and just <laughs> my love is is that she's okay. My thing is is she's a witch. She has to be a witch because how would she know all the things? She has all the moments where she pulls the card out like a so and so dancing enthusiast. How would she know to pull that out? Like when Amber, she's a uh, she climbs up the land. She climbs up the ladder and um, she's like Ambrose, move up. There's there's a underdraft in my undergarments, whatever. And she's like Dolly, that's so inappropriate. And she's like I don't give a shit. And he's like <laughs> I'll get you know I'll get a uh, your Horace Van Gilder to dance at your wedding and stuff like that. And I don't know how to dance. And she he pulls a card out of her purse and it's like uh dancing lessons how would she know so, so that means 100 percent witch so here's yeah yeah what, what she did was she found she, an enchanted bag uh-huh. that produces oh my god she's mary poppins she's yeah okay hold on hold on that's it that's got to be dolly it. is also mary so, no now we've created the magic bag yep the cinematic universe, universe. Cinematic universe. So magical bag. So 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 there's a magic bag that can produce a a Tinder profile. Items of Ness. Uh, like it's it's basically the room of requirement for Harry Potter, which is another reference that you don't get. I do actually get that one, <laughs> but I actually really hate that. It's a room that solves problems that only appears when we need it. Wow. Yeah. What? Sorry, you should have called it the Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, room pretty much. That's because crazy. you're so shitty this is at the writing. The Deus Ex. Uh, the Deus Ex bag 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 enough. <laughs> the bag of plot. Sure, it's a ba- it's a fifth edition bag of holding. That's what it is. Oh man, these grilled cheese are looking so brown and so delicious. One side's a little, torched. a little, a little bit. No, it's fine. So this is yours. Yeah. And then this guy is mine with the jalapenos. The jalapenos. Oh, I'm so fudging excited about it. Um, no, I love I love Dolly specifically for that reason because it co- it totally completely skirts this line of wait what how did. How do you know about... How does she know about... Oh, um, okay. Again, we're going to have the dilemma of cutting the thing. You get to cut it with her any way you want. I can't cut it because it will be less food for me and I'll be That's disappointed. That's right. That's right. I, I'm, you're pointing the knife at me and I'm like, don't... I can't cut it because if I do, I'm going to be mad. I'm, I'm going to want another one so that I have to get the... I have to just eat the sandwich. It's going to be delicious. Especially because I think I can get this like corner with like a jalapeno and a big old chunk of bacon in it. It's going to be real good. I smelled the knife. Because mm-hmm. it's got all the juices on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It smells very cool. Uh, well, the whole house smells super delicious. Whoa. So the Swiss cheese, I'm interested in this. You're like the Swiss cheese is very is is the word umami. I don't know what that flavor. Is. I don't know what that, that flavor profile. The, okay, is the, what someone's explained it to me is it's the the protein flavor. It's the meat flavor. Okay, it's, never mind. It, it's our way of detecting. Okay, so then I just I'm I guess I'm just meaning savory then it's, salty, sweet, savory, sour, umami. That's that's it, right? That's the five. That's the 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 whatever Venn diagram of sure, flavors sure. of shit like that. Sweet, sour, salty, uh, savory, savory, savory. Okay, salty, savory, and then. Umami is the fifth flavor and stuff like that. So I'm hyper excited for this. All right, here we go. I'm going to take a bite. We're going to do the thing. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a bite and then take a second to chew and eat and then come back with it. Because we always do this where we're like talking and eating. I know. It's, and it uh, sucks. It's, it's miserable. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll take a bite and then we'll get take our a bite, away from get this. A, so not like, oh, Lord in heaven. Yeah, and then we do that. Yep, and it's just, just uh, yeah, you I can't. Can edit, you can edit that. Part no, out. I'm gonna leave it in. Yeah. So I'm gonna leave it in so we that we don't continue to have that. Okay, All right, yeah, be back in a second. So, okay. So we have learned. Yeah. Step number one. Let it cool down. Holy shit. Okay, it's good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like this. I think this is really good, especially with the jalapenos. But holy fucking shit. Step number one. Let this cool down because the jam. Became liquid. It became lava. It became lava. It became boiling liquid that spurted out. Yeah. The moment it I just, bit down. It just just right out oh, all over your man. arm. Yeah. So I have uh, th- second degree, first degree burns on my thumb, my inside of my wrist. 
Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it, thankfully, I'm not, again, pain and heat is one of the things that I'm like, yeah, restaurant hands you is can, okay. You can tolerate it, yeah. And this is fine, but I could tell you were like, oh, like, like I my, regret this immediately. It, was, I, it touched my tongue, and I immediately like turned the whole piece of food in my mouth so that the, the jam was not far from me. Yep, like far from my tongue. Yeah, yeah like, I, I like, could like, see ah, you like, yeah. Ah, and I had it, and I was like, ooh, this will probably be really hot for Bryce. And then I watched you like panic. I was like, I'm going to scald my <laughs> mouth. Yes, so number one, if you make this, fucking give it a break. Give it a minute. Like, like give it a break. Give it a break. Like, a, like, break it off a piece of that. I'm not going to say the name. Do this thing 90 seconds, baby. Yeah. 90 seconds to chill the fudge out. It'll still be hot, but it won't be lava melt yeah. your hand. Give, give that jam a second to congeal. Holy mother. Okay. Okay. Now that that's over. <laughs> And I have my hand back. I have ran. Uh, I've run into some cold water. This is good. Yeah, you think so? I think I, it's good. I, I want to get more bites of it. I didn't get a good mix of stuff going on. Okay, but I, I like it. So I, I like it. it. I I thought I would like it for one really specific reason. Of I have had jalapeno jelly before. Okay. And jalapeno jelly is very delicious. I enjoy spicy sweet things. That's something that I'm like. This is a really weird flavor, and I'm like. Yep. Uh-huh. I love this. Mm-hmm. So I've had like habanero jelly before, and I'm like, yeah, put that shit on oh, cool. toast. It's really Bring good. It on. It's very delicious. Anyway, so the savory flavor of the Swiss is provides like a perfect counter and base to the actually pretty sweet jam. And I feel like it gets a little sweeter that it's now hot. Yeah, yeah. Just a teeny little bit. And then um, the... the umami of the bacon the protein of the bacon that's really good because the bacon itself is kind of salty a little right. bit like this hits all the flavor points really pretty well i would love this on maybe thicker bread or something or yeah. maybe i think maybe if i, I think put more, a little absorbent more cheese bread. yeah more absorbent bread might be a thing because this is a, this is okay sourdough it, it asks for sourdough but it's kind of dry yeah it's it could okay. be better and stuff like that personally we, we talked about this a little bit before when we were making the bacon before we actually started recording. Um, I love chewy bacon. Mm-hmm. Not not like... Not raw. Not which raw. You can, you can just eat it raw. I it did is, not know that. It is a cured product, yeah. which means it is actually cooked. To do, you can do that thing, which would be weird, which also makes me think that... It, it wonders why no one has ever done, like, bacon jerky. Well, Because I think uh, there's the panic around. Actually, I just noticed they're doing bacon jerky. Oh, people are starting like to kind of Jack Links. Like, oh, nice. At the, okay. at the, what you call it. The, the panic the around checkout. pork being the thing that if it's pink, it'll kill you, is finally maybe going away. <laughs> um, this is good. I really, yeah, I like yeah. this a lot. It has a lot of flavors. Better bread would make this a better sandwich, and personally, slightly chewier bacon would make for a better, mm. more absorbing experience, but... For it looking weird, for adding jam to bacon uh-huh. outside of the context of like breakfast, is pretty damn good. Yeah, not I think bad. it's I think it's fun. This is one that if I it's not a grilled cheese. This it, should be a blackberry uh, blackberry uh, bacon melt is certainly. the correct term. Certainly, but yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Uh, I'd give it like a three. I'm not gonna put this in the rotation. No, but I give it a three. No, this is definitely is thumbs up. Yeah, three. Th- Thumbs down that I wouldn't put in the rotation, Uh, and yeah, it's like a it's like a two and a half three. I I would rather have just a regular grilled cheese, just because I'm used to it. Yeah, I think that's it. I think this is this is this is a good attempt. This is a good thought, uh, thought experiment per se of like I can mix these two flavors together. But yeah, eh, I mean, okay. Yeah. I wonder what you could do else with it. I wonder what kind of jams. Maybe you could use this. Is what do we use? We use blackberry. I wonder what else you could do, raspberry or strawberry. You or just hit all the berries. Yeah, you could probably do a lot of that, but I wonder that... So, blackberry is bitter, sort of? I guess, yeah. It has that little bit of bitterness flavor. I wonder if you get something... Like, if you got a strawberry, it would be way too sweet. That would be super sweet. Super sweet, and then it might be a thing. But then if you counter that with, like, a more... I don't know. Maybe a more funky cheese of some kind, I guess? I wouldn't even know. I, you know, I feel like a... a, a Thicker, softer cheese. Sure, maybe like a Gouda or yeah. Munster or something yeah. might be really oh, good. Munster. Munster and bacon would be, would be pretty I delicious. I love the edges of Munster cheese. I don't know what that orange shit is. No, but neither it's do really I. Cool. Fuck, this is the best part. Of, visually love it and then taste-wise, it's, it's goddamn delicious. That's a, that's a good cheese. That's a good cheese. That's a good, it's a damn good cheese. Okay. Heck yeah. 
I'm proud of this one. Heckin' Way to A. Go. Heckin, Heckin A. A. Heckin' A. He's a good boy. Echinasia. It's not that great for you. All right, I feel good. You want to call it? Yeah. This has been the One Pan Podcast. Food's funny. Uh, so... Not so much.